up and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics and anything that touches the culture. On today's episode, the crew is back and discussing their thoughts on the Pusha T and Drake battle and who we think holds the higher hand, Drake's response or more lack of response, did Pusha T go too far, and we'll also touch on where it ranks among hip-hop's more legendary battles. We'll also discuss how we balance being parents as well as hip-hop fans and share our stories of times when our parents discovered and confiscated our old rap albums years ago when we were growing up. So sit back, chill out, and I hope y'all enjoy the show. Yo, yo. What's good? What's going on? What's ag- Once again, it's on. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what's going on, Jerome? Man, great, bro. Great. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I had a long day. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to that nameless white liquor, man. <laughs> no doubt. I actually, uh, no no white liquor today. It's a nameless brown. <laughs> nameless brown? Okay. Yeah. Puerto, Re- Puerto Rican brown today. <laughs> Puerto Rican. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. But um, real, real quick, just to kick everything off, man. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just real quick to kick everything off. Shout out to uh, Chris Wynn. He uh he he left me a voice message uh for the last podcast on the channel since he couldn't make it with his list of his. Uh, top five lyricists. Okay, and he actually had he he had uh, um, Black Thought, Andre Three Thousand, uh, Eminem, Rock Him, and then Biggie. So um, shout out to him for that input. I thought that was a pretty solid list. That's that's I actually mean, a pretty- yeah. You can't really argue with those. Like uh, especially, I have, especially uh, Rock Him. I, I wanted to put Rock Him in mind, man, but he just he just hasn't done anything in so long, man. But you know his 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 legacy is is undeniable, man. That's that's absolutely the guy the prince on the game. Exactly, exactly. So I thought that was a pretty solid list. Yeah. Whoa. And then, that's definitely an old man's list. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't, can't argue with it too much. And then, um, going back to our first episode, I, I went back and did the research on that brand Nubian video that uh, we were talking. Yeah. About. Uh, the name of the video in question is Wake Up, uh, but it's Thank also you. known as uh, Sunshine. Uh, okay. Video where they have the, the, the black guy in white face with the, with the devil horns and he's playing yeah. the white devil and everything. So if y'all curious to go look that up, that's the name of the video. It's called Wake Up by Brand Nubian. But um, uh, with that, I'm going to send out one round of invites. Started with the discussion. Cool. <clears throat> be open in another five to ten minutes um okay i think he's still recovering from uh from the game yesterday i think he was you know having some heart issues <laughs> you're right right it, it was <laughs> scary for his warriors man yeah man the warriors <laughs> do you know what how, you know what how i feel about that that game is they it, they're out and i'm not a lebron james fan i hate them but at the same time they that was it was bad calls. You know, at the end, it was bad calls on the Cavs. But at the same time, I don't like how the media blew it up like that, yeah, man. Yeah, they, they did, man. I mean, like, the Warriors just took over. Like, like, they say, it seemed like the refs just put on a, Cavs, a Warrior jersey. I was like, what? are y'all serious? <laughs> I was like, I knew. I like, in the past, I've seen so many calls that the Cavs got in the playoffs. Exactly. You they know, got, I'm getting I mean, it, it was I mean, one egregiously bad call that was made. And yes, it was impactful on the game, but there was a whole lot of time left after that bad call. Like, wait, which, which call mm-hmm. are you talking about, Jimmy? The overturned, the overturned call. See, I disagree because, yeah, sure. because if, if wasn't, Ke- because Kevin Durant was like already 
airborne and going up when he made contact. So that's not. A- no, they said, it was, no, they said it, it was it was a blocking foul, but in real time, it just didn't look like that. And they should have never went back and checked it out. But it was a blocking no, foul. But charge, bro. Like when you when you go and look, I think where people get get people making a mistake with those is that uh you the, the idea is that you can't move or it's a block, and that's not true. You can move as long as you have the position. Like it's it's almost like real estate, right? If you have the right to that ground, you can move, uh, especially your upper body. His feet were planted. Yes, his torso was moving, but he was there, and KD hit him. Now, yes, it was it was Durant's momentum. He didn't really have a choice at that point. He was committed to the move, but I think it was a good call initially. Yeah, I mean initially, but I, but I mean like going just going by the rules, the fact that Kevin Durant was already airborne, you know, when he stepped in front of him. That reason, I don't think it was it was it, it wasn't an offensive foul. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, know that he was yeah. airborne though. I think LeBron was there, like, no, like Durant was, there. was moving. He was moving in that direction. I don't think he was off. Like he hadn't jumped. He was he was making a move toward it though. Uh, people were seeing that how yeah, LeBron was. I saw. I mean, this is how I looked at LeBron was there. He was there, and he was positioned. But when Durant was in the air, this dude kind of moved his shoulder into Durant. You know what I mean? He was still in the process of moving. Like at first, I mean, at first I thought it was a charge too. And then I started seeing it in slow mo. But at the same time, it shouldn't have been reviewed though. Like, no, when they the game, said the, when the game is that close, you got to review everything, man. Right. But 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 that's what I'm saying though. But that's what I'm saying though. I seen so many stuff. <clears throat> On the Miami Heat and the Cavs when LeBron was on it, that they were they reviewed his stuff. But they don't even review. Sometimes LeBron they just throw up their hand. They be like, "Oh yeah, LeBron, it, it was a foul on that." You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Which is why I don't really have a lot of sympathy for him. You know, he's all up in arms about a bad call, but you know, he go at, at guys like he's a fullback, stiff arm in competition. I mentioned what about what about that um, Victor Oladipo call when they said it was a block and it was really a foul. Right. Nobody speak rage about that. Exactly. What about the, what about the technical foul that Kevin Love should have got in the Toronto series? Exactly. They went with the line and got an extra point. And one, well, I don't know if he would have. Most likely, he would have made the shot, and they could have won the game off that. But nobody wasn't fussing about that. But when Jay Williams come on ESPN and said something, it looked like the referees is wearing. A warrior jersey? Are you serious? I can't believe you made that statement. Jay Williams trying like, to get I, famous, baby. That's all that is. Like you went to Duke, so you got no credibility in my book to talk about. Nobody's doing, you know, dirt. That was crazy. I should have said that all on Chris uh, podcast, but yeah. I had to get that off my chest now. <laughs> it, was, it was just bothering. It was just bothering me because it was. I'm not gonna lie. It was some bad calls on, on the cast. It was, but. How could you have sympathy for this man? If everybody else get bad calls against him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, is anyone gonna talk about the Javale McGee miss dunk? <laughs> hey man, he do that so many. He do that at least ten times out the year. What's kind of crazy about that though is like he was doing really well right before that. Like locked a man up. Locked man, up. He there was another play though right before that. He almost put the ball in the wrong basket, man. But they were all they were all you know going for the rebound. It wasn't like he tipped it toward the basket. They were all fighting for it, and it just happened to go up. I wouldn't blame him for that, even if the ball did go in the basket, because it yeah. wasn't just him. They were all kind of scrapping for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I was a little scared. He looked a little shaky out there, like like. So, be with you, uh, McGee last year against the Cows playing pretty good. Like, he kind of shut Tristan Thompson down last year. Yeah, well, well Tristan is a bum anyway. Nice. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Who left the door open? What, what, what's going on, Sidnor? <laughs> what's good, Glad man? Glad to hear from you, brother. I was, a little, I was a little bit worried about all my light skin brethren this week. Oh, so oh, y'all, man. Y'all, y'all not having a good week. What? <laughs> <laughs> y'all not having a good week, man. Push, oh, push man, the T coming for everybody. Hey, Jerome, we don't claim him. <laughs> uh, he said we don't claim him. Yeah, Drake, 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 not one of us. 
Do y'all even think it's a this is this is not a battle, bro. This is a a a a, a, a butt whooping, a, a a killing of a career we watching. Well, uh, wait, well since we since since we brought it up, since we brought it up, let's 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 go ahead and get into it, man. Like um, you know, at this point, you know, Pusha T, he he dropped the, the diss track, uh the story of Adidon, what, two two days ago? Yeah. Three, three days ago? What crap did Drake put out? Uh, Drake put out what was it? The Duppy Freestyle. Yeah, they're talking more about West than Pusha T. Exactly. Yeah. So, so since um, why don't we start from the beginning? Just since we're on the topic, um, just just to give y'all a, a little insight into my thought process, when I was on YouTube and I saw the Duppy Freestyle pop up in my recommended list or queue or whatever. I, I and it, I I saw that it was a Pusha T slash Kanye this. I didn't even click on it to listen to it. Like that's how how much in low regard I hold Drake as an MC. But Yikes. when the Pusha T when the Pusha T dropped when he dropped Son of Adidon, I I clicked on it instantly and I was like blown away. Now Pusha T, I've had my issues with him because I feel he's kind of in the past because I feel he's kind of <clears throat> a one trick pony um, content wise as an MC. But he's still, at the end of the day, is a lyricist. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is the litmus test for true MCs, for true lyricists. It's like, how do you respond in, in situations like this? Somebody is flaming you. Um, you know, somebody's holding your feet to the fire. How, and how do you respond? And what do y'all think so far about the, the flash battle and where, where it stands? Well, how I feel, like, how I feel about the whole thing. This And this, when it first started, because you know Drake, I forgot which track he mentioned Pusha T, and that's when Pusha T came out with Infrared, which I think Infrared was good. You know what I mean? And then Drake came out with that dumpy crap. I don't know what the heck that was. Pusha T. Dumpy crap? <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, Pusha, uh, Pusha T. Like, this dude played this track, bro. I think somebody said on Facebook, the only way you can, like, kill Drake career if you if you – Take away the females. Females love Drake. This did do that. He, this did. I mean, Pusha T did that. He talked about how he's a deadbeat father, how he wants to hide the kid, how he wants to have an abortion. Then he messed up this dude' money. He he's supposed to talk about his kid on his next album. He ruined that. He's supposed to talk about his kid with his Adidas deal. He ruined that. This dude killed him. Killed him all types of ways. Then, even though I think that was too far, he was talking about forty. That was too far, but it was <laughs> nothing was too far in the rap beef. That man mentioned his queen. At yeah, 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 yeah. Let me finish talking. I'm on. But that's a part of rap about it. If you start mentioning people, family members, it's, it, it's done. You know what I mean? You pass that limit. Now I'm gonna pass that limit. But I was telling people this too, though. I was like, if Common made Drake fall back, what do you think Pusha T was gonna do? But he was going to end this dude's career. That's and good. I think it's over. That's a Drake is not going to respond back. And that'd be the best thing for his career, not to respond back. Because he don't got nothing on Pusha T, bro. Like, I keep telling him, Drake don't want nothing with no real MC. He called McMill bluff. Yeah, McMill, I thought he was going to do something. But McMill ain't even that good to me no more. Yeah, Mc, he called, That's why he put back to back. Let's be, back to back. Let's be honest. McMill was a, was a joke from the start. Like true, you know, I don't, I, I just that was a that was already a David and Goliath type situation. I don't, but I thought me, me, I, I'm not gonna lie, I never liked Meek Mills like that. I thought he was like in a Wale care category type. No, that's that's you know? too much praise. <laughs> no, no, I'm being real though. I thought Meek Mills, I thought Meek Mills was gonna do a little something towards Drake. Plus, Drake was going pop his. So I was okay. Meek Mills gonna do something. It was horrible. It was horrible. Drake came out with how I many this track gets Meek Mill? Like two or three? But oh, let's yeah. be honest, man. Drake's diss on Meek Mill was light. Like everybody was kind of like, you know, yeah. they never it was over it. it. And I was like, I'm looking at everybody like, y'all really eating this up, huh? Like it was like, terrible. To it, 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 it was like a, a a pillow fight between two Care Bears. Like like there, there were no blows landed. It, it was. To me, I, I couldn't believe how how geek people were over that alleged diss. Like back to back was, 
Dude, it, it was so soft, man. The fact that it could be Grammy nominated kind of speaks to how soft it really was. Like, if it's really a battle like that, <laughs> this ain't these ain't supposed to be family friendly lyrics. Like, you shouldn't be able to make a single off this. Yeah, and he did. Now, for me, I'm no Drake fan, but I thought it was kind of gangster that he was able to get uh, Grammy nominated for it, even though it was a weak diss. I'm like, dude, this is going down in the record books. Like, this is the biggest L ever, dude. <laughs> the the diss was weak. But he's still finna get a plaque for it on your head. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the game is over though, man. Pusha T did what he needs to do. Drake don't want uh, and he needs to stay in his place in the shadows. So, so make another. Uh, so, uh, you, do you all in the hope? shadows? I, I I can't say Drake remains in the shot. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of the man. What's that? What else Drake can say to Pusha T? No, I'm, I'm look. I'm with you. His best course of action is avoiding this any further. Exactly. But, yeah. like, I, I, as far as him still being a relevant artist, like, it's not like when Ja Rule and 50 went at it, you know what I mean? And Ja Rule kind of just, he, like, evaporated, uh, vanished off the face of the earth. Like, Drake, Drake's still going to be around, but he, he clearly don't want that smoke with, 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 uh, with Push. Nah. Drake yeah, got a lane now. he can still exist in. He like he could take this L and be just fine. Cause honestly, right. even even with everything that has happened now, if you talk to some Drake fans, they're plugging their ears like crazy. And right. yeah. you know, yeah. even after the son of Adadon dropped, they're trying to say that Duppy, you know, Duppy was hot. And I, I gave Duppy a listen again today. Cause when I first heard it, I was like, all right, the the invoice line was hard, but I really wasn't feeling it. But then I listened to it again. He actually had he has. Some he got nice some, 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 some bars in there. He has some bars in there. And Drake is talented. Yeah. I, his music ain't for me, but he's talented. And I think I I, I didn't give him a fair shake in the battle. That's his bars. Oh. And that's what I'm trying to say. Push T got the man like question his whole his whole career though. Like from from infrared and from his other diss track, man. He got this dude. Questioning his whole life, like people was quite about questioning. I think, I, I think, think because think. Push's bars was so direct and so like pointed, it's it's it looks a lot it, like it's a act. It like it's 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 so much dirt on it, man. Right? Yeah. Like it's 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 way beyond what Drake's normal like used to. You know what I mean? Like you look at the other little spats he done had with other artists. You know, it's been nothing like this. Nah. And I think that's. This completely out of his lane. Yeah, he so. got that drug. Yeah, completely, yeah. dude. Yeah. Dude, dude. Now, what do y'all roll out with the, and Drake's response to that? Because I thought his response was he responded like a pop star <laughs> as opposed to an MC. I say he should never. Should never responded. He just, no, I mean, I mean, he had to though. Because I think he Drake thinking about his money. And that's what I was just about to say. He had to respond. He had to respond because of these sponsors. Like exactly. he had to make sure that, that Adidas is cool, and uh, well, I do y'all don't know who else he got deals with. I know Adidas is the new one, but you know all of these people that are backing him, yeah. like, and it's hot right now. You know, for the races, <laughs> a lot. Of, on, like, be honest, a lot of Drake's fan base is white, so sure. having <laughs> having that blackface come out, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's yeah. He had to. He 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 couldn't have let that go. Like that's that's why he picked that to respond financially. It, it was the best course of action to Absolutely. do. Like he had to put that out there. Like this was taken. Blah blah blah. Back in the day, he was the reasons why. That's why he ain't come with nothing with 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 the beef or anything else. He got to take. He got to do damage control on that first. Because yep. if he don't take care of that, his fan base will take a hit, and that's gonna mess up his money. I think. The, the I think beef is secondary. I think his money might be in now, jeopardy anyway because I'm not sure that the Adidas deal was made public yet. No. As far as I know, he was still Jordan brand. It was rumored that he was going over to Adidas, but I don't think that was ever officially announced. He, he's supposed to say that his he's supposed to introduce his son on when his, his album and when his Adidas is supposed to come up. That was the whole thing about his son, and, and Butch C kind of ruined that. <laughs> hey, hey, um, I, think, I think Chris went patched in. What's up? What's going on, Chris? Ugh. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was. <laughs> hey, I'm push. with you, baby. If nobody else understand, I understand. You know that push, that boy <laughs> obliterated that whole image. 
That's what I told him. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, but it I, is. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, and um, and y'all write about him concerned with his finances on that response. He sounded like a first year attorney. Um, <laughs> right. He had to he had to preserve his money, but Drake got his lane on this. But I'll say this. His fan base, half of it won't care. No, um, exactly. So he's he's still going to be in a decent position where he can just kind of shrug this off if he if that's the route he chooses to go. He's going to lose hip hop respect, but you know it's 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 similar it's similar in many ways to Nicki. Um, when she had to um, deal with Remy, yeah, on a, yeah. on a, a hip hop yeah. level. A lot of people lost respect for Nikki, but she came back with a little, you know, dink dunk little response, and then it was like it was it was back to pop rap, and you know she still got a fan base. If she didn't, she wouldn't have been on SNL. And I mean, you know, there's other reasons people watch her, but you know she still has a, a fan base. So, so if, if he, now has, going back, has anybody heard from Nikki lately? Yeah, she was on SNL. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You said you said did did I hear her? No, yeah, I know. I did not one. hear her. I watched her. I know the Dunk was on TV, but she put out music. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like her last appearance on SNL. She she had way too many clothes on. Right. <laughs> For my, in my opinion, but like, I, I mean, the raps is they are what they are with Nicki. You know what I mean? Like she kind of she she she's a female Drake. Like she kind of dumbs down what she does to sell tracks. Right. So. Right. Now, now, y'all, hey, y'all, like, y'all, going back to this this Drake response about the blackface, and he gave this whole explanation about it was a commentary on black actors and how they're perceived in the industry, which I which was a very predictable response. I, I kind of figured it was going to be something like that. Do, do you all buy that that explanation? If so, and if so, why doesn't his music reflect that type of wokeness now or or a, a, ever? I believe exactly. being woke don't sell tracks. And because he, as an, honestly, as an actor, which is, you know, he claims that that was what he was doing it as, as an actor at the time. He was, you know, in the wheelchairs on the grassy. Um, I think in, in the acting game, there's a little more effect from being black than in music. Um, so he felt he felt it a little more, I think. Even being a, a light-skinned dude or a biracial cat, um, in the acting game, it's, it's much harder to break through as a black person than in music. Sure. Uh, uh, musically, I mean, even even on a stereotypical level, black people are seen to be musical. We, you know, we dance well, we're good with words and things like that. But on an acting level, even if you if you look at a list now, if you were to ask any critic to name their top actors. How many of them will be black in their top twenty-five? So, I think on a on a Hollywood acting level, he had to. He felt it a little more culturally. He understood being black in that lane, whereas in music, he can be ambiguous and and still sell records. I think yeah, he I, meant I it response, at the time. Man. I think when it when he, yeah. when he actually did it, he meant it. You know, he probably was trying to make that statement, but I do not feel that. It was something he continued on with. Like, I think you know, Chris, you might be on to something with that. Maybe as an actor, he felt it, and maybe that was something he didn't feel in real life prior to that. You know what I mean? Maybe he was able to just kind of skate along as a kid and never really experienced the type of racism that he did until he started to get pigeonholed as an actor. So then it it, it becomes real. He wants to make a statement. It's almost like you know, using your experience that you just had and he's almost throwing a tantrum about it like see we, we struggle so hard and I'm, I'm making a statement but the moment that that's no longer an issue for you the statement is gone but the struggle ain't over you know what i mean we uh, a lot of people are still experiencing the same thing that he claims that he did at the time and that he was so against but like ian brought up the music never reflected that in any in any facet and even if the music doesn't reflect it nor have you ever heard him speak out about it. Exactly. People getting murdered every day and Drake is silent. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what kind of bothered me about that explanation. It it goes back to what Chris was saying on an earlier podcast about 
you know, no one out there is really don't be don't be so quick to believe nobody out there is that deep uh, because everyone kind of has their price. That's what that's what that explanation kind of brought to mind to me when I thought about it, you know. But right. And in, 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 in defense somewhat of of him, of Drake, if there is any validity to this whole God's plan thing he did, a lot of that was focused on the, the poor black community down there in Miami. So, you know, it, he he's done. Uh, can, can that be a front too, though, Chris? Because it's a lot of people that no, no, it, stuff in the- it can definitely be a, it can definitely be a front. But if somebody, but 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 wrong. If if somebody is fronting and they still drop a hundred thousand on you, right? Front all day, brother. Right. Yeah. You still, you still got to, you still got the stuff. <laughs> True. I I am of the of the mind that it was a front, but I was just thinking about something while you guys were talking. It could be real. Maybe, you know, this is his evolution as an artist. Maybe he is taking a turn for, you know, being concerned about real issues. Probably not. But let's just say for the sake of the argument that he is. Nigga, this is like almost 20 years of time between the picture and now. <laughs> All right. Well, it's more. And it's 10 years, but still, I, I get your point. Like, like you know, where was this level of awareness before? You know what I mean? Like, all the records you've made, all the albums you've made, and, like, we, we've got nothing even touching, attempting to touch that level of... of uh, I mean, even Ludacris tried to do that yeah. once. Um, I mean, but yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, also right. consider right. who was he signed with? Who was he affiliated with? You know, yeah, Lil Wayne. And you don't see no... No, you don't see any, like... Justice towards black people. He said that publicly. Yeah, well, he said, I don't feel connected to Black Lives Matter or something like that. Yeah. He said like, he said yeah. a white a white cop saved them and something like that. So he don't see color or something like that. And he don't believe that's going on. Well, I don't know if he said he don't believe it's going I need to hear that. I have a I have a listen to that interview like that, but basically what I was getting out of it. He basically don't believe like it's injustice towards black people. It don't. It, it, it it's, it's not touching him. So right, yeah, right. Damn. Yeah, but that's still that's still no excuse though. So, 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 tell me this: uh, Do y'all think back going back to Pusha T? I just want to add too. Pusha T is forty one years old, which goes back to my theory that all the best rappers are in their forties. <laughs> but uh, do y'all think that he went too far? No. in his in his no. Diss? Especially, I mean, it was like, I, I, I missed it because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't Google the man. Who is forty? Forty is Johnny. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. His his boy with uh, MS. Oh, forty. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, he, he, uh, he came. He came with. He came with somebody with MS, man. It's uh. Yikes! He said he's gonna be hunched over. He he's eighty. He's yeah, forty, he's walking around like he's eighty. Like eighty. Woo. Hey man. Hey man, listen. Man. He's sick, sick, sick. <laughs> Listen, speaking as speaking as somebody that has been touched by MS personally, like I have several people in my family that that suffer from that affliction. A few who have who have died due to complications of it. So I fully understand what that can do to a person. But I also understand the feeling of of having your family disrespected, in particular your woman. Like you say, you say something mm-hmm. crazy about my wife, and all bets are off, dude. And and, yeah. and, he, and these are just words, too. Dude, I'm gonna eviscerate everything you know. And then, and then he, when he came out in his interview, and he talked about how much weight he puts on somebody that's not taking care of their family. Right. So in his mind, the the crime that Drake was committing and not taking care of his child was far more egregious than anything he was he was spitting on that track. Right. <laughs> Did you hear the hatred in that man's voice on the tr- You are hiding a chat. <laughs> what? He was so mad. <laughs> I have to like find out what what, uh, what was going on in the in the, in the Pusha T No Malice house back in the day like where I don't know what their their household was like but he had a passion like no other about this deadbeat father thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting, man. That was interesting. So, so what do y'all think in in the long run? This will this will fall amongst like all time uh, rap battles or rap beefs. Do you think it's? it's I, I, I can see if this is a this is a, a ball whooping, bro. 
I don't see this as a battle at all. It's the best it's, we heard in a while, but this don't even crack. It, it don't even come close to cracking the top ten. Unless, I unless mean, Drake comes with fire, nothing, bro. No, but unless Drake comes with fire, it's not going to escalate. It. So the, the only way we, the only way we start even ranking this is, and like y'all said, if it becomes a battle. Right now, it's, it's kind of one sided. I mean, they they played patty cake on the first two tracks, and you know. <laughs> that for real was good, bro. <laughs> what Push did was he gave that punk the rope of dope. <laughs> but, but, I mean, yeah, but it was it was still kind of it was still by by top ten battle standards. That's patty cake. What they Not did even them close. First, that's right? what I'm saying. Like this doesn't this doesn't crack the top ten. It doesn't even come close to doing that. I think the last track, in my opinion, this 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 is one of the most personal. This like. No yeah. Vaseline was pretty, pretty, pretty personal. You know what I mean? Right. But this, I, <laughs> oh, this I don't is... think I've heard anybody get this detail at this personal, man. Nah, Even nah. though Vaseline, I, I don't know. I, I need to go back and listen to some nah, diss tracks, man. The thing about it, like, no even... Vaseline, though, it was personal. Yeah, no, no hypothetical was... stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? He never, he was never really talking about anything that but was No Vaseline, that was no happening. Vaseline. This and like, even with hit is probably up. the most personal diss. That I can that I can recall. Other than other than blame game, blame game might have been more personal than that. But oh, close who to did it. blame game? Kanye. The joint with Kanye Chris did. Rock, the Amber Rose disc. I didn't hear that. You heard it. I know you. You heard it. it. You, just, you didn't know. You can't. Just, you probably just don't. Right, Chris. Rose. So that being said, what? Well, never mind. So <laughs> even even with hit him up to me, which is revered by a lot of people as. <laughs> The standard, you know what I'm saying? Not by me. A, a, a lot of people. A lot of people do. But, <laughs> I mean, not me either. But even with that, some of that stuff is questioned that Tupac right. was saying. A lot of people saying a lot of stuff was made up. Yeah. This stuff that Push is spitting is factual. There are documents. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was uh, what was the name of the Remy Ma, Remy Ma disc? She the third. Nicki Minaj. Uh... Seether. That was that one got pretty perfect. Yeah, when she yeah. was talking about yeah. her brother. Yeah, and, yeah, and her, her brother been a child molester. And... Yeah. Yeah. But but Nikki's kind of been a walking target for a while. Like no, nobody nobody's having run at her, but she she I mean, she kinda got stuff for days. If if you know, like if somebody wanted to come at Nikki. Right. But it go it goes away. Like that that's why I think I mean Push is, is a little more established than Remy as far as yeah. You know what we currently looking at in the rap game, but but Nicki and Drake have a machine, man, that can make stuff go away. But right, that machine, so. I mean, Baby ain't been nowhere around. He up, uh, you know, running behind Tony Braxton, backup dancer. We ain't we ain't really seen Baby in a while. <laughs> that's cash, cash money. Is he that's finished or is he done? Baby old checks, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, baby. He, he can walk in Breakfast Club and punch, punch Charlemagne all he want, but the real the real gangsters that he owe money to better not see his face. That's, yeah, baby, that's baby, kind of ducking. That's facts. Because he's false flagging, bro. <laughs> like, how are you gonna be crip one minute and then blood the next minute? I mean, that's that's that's, that's a that's a uh, requirement in the music industry. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Brown. <laughs> you still got to You got, you still. I mean. <laughs> One side. Now you just look like a fool. But that's, um, that's I, a I got one question for y'all. So, Push, he said he came out with this because he he got um Drake talked about his fiance, right? Correct. Y'all really, y'all really believe that? Because this is too detailed, bro. Do y'all really believe he really came out with all of this? He was going to come out of what? I do. He was just waiting. No, I I think if if you look at their history, dude, they've been tra- kind of trading bars back Correct. and forth for a while. It it, it all kind of goes back to like I guess this rumor that the Clips did not pay the Neptunes for what happened to that boy. Um, yeah, what happened to that boy beat, and then somehow uh, Little Wayne got involved, and then once Drake got signed to Little Wayne, he decided to get involved and start sending shots pushes way, and that's kind of how this all started. But like. I think at the end of the day, Pusha does not respect Drake as an MC and a lyricist because no. of the whole ghostwriting thing. So, right. 
You know, and in fact, he said that. You know, he said that. But there's some you know, information in that just in case vault that he wasn't going to let out until. Yeah. That's what I think it was. That's yeah, what I think he, it was. like he was just keeping it in. The, he was keeping it in his, in his pocket for a, for a rainy day. Exactly. He was like, you know, if you get out of pocket, I got something for you. But I don't yeah. think he. I don't. I truly believe that it wouldn't have come out otherwise because you can't win. You can't win the battle that way if you just come out. Especially right now, like you know, back in the day, you absolutely could. You know, you can come out and punch somebody in the mouth and get respected for it. But now, you know, the game is a little bit different. So Softly. it's more like it, he was he was more like fighting back than bullying, which is why I think it's gonna stop unless Drake responds. If Drake says something else, then he's gonna hit him again. But yeah. as of now he's he's winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if he if he keep if he come at him again, he's just bullying now. To respond back to this, man. If he keep responding back, it's gonna ruin his career. I don't care what nobody says. I don't think I don't think it's gonna go back and forth. Drake is Drake has gotta be tapping out. Right he's tapping out. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's tapping out right now. I mean, he's been a savvy piece. businessman, so he see he see what it is. Like right. I don't I don't see Drake if Drake escalates this any farther, it could get like he's got more to lose than push does. So Exactly. Him pushing this thing will, will ruin him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and you, at the end of the day, push is a better rapper. He is. And if you look at the history of, of Drake, this ain't the first time somebody came hard at Drake. Like, no, I said you missed at the beginning. I said common common made Drake fall back. There's, there's underground. I think, there's, I think there's that's a little bit overstated. There's underground and lyrical rappers though who have come at Drake and he's kind of ignored it and it went away. So I think he's gonna try to follow this a similar blueprint here. Right. I think he probably I think that's kind of yeah. why Duffy sounded like it did. Like he he almost sounded like, oh, I'm above this. So I'm gonna hit you with a couple of shots and get get this dude up off me. Just mm-hmm. so you know I ain't no punk, but I don't think he was prepared for what was coming next. Oh, by no means. Somebody <laughs> now, now now you all <laughs> right. No, I don't think he saw this coming, man. He he seemed shell shocked by a person. But but at the end of the day, man, I really think it's all very very good for hip hop. It kind of it, it's 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 a refresher, yeah. man, for for a genre that that quickly grows stale, you know, time and time and again. You know, I, I love I love it when MCs take it take it here with yes. each other, man. Like, you know, let's let's just get back to skills, man. Let's get back to bars. I don't know if y'all familiar with the Everyday Struggle podcast, man, but I was I, I, I hate that show, man. Like I saw a clip where DJ Academics was saying that um, I don't know if you're familiar with this guy, but he was saying that bars don't matter. In yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of dude, man. That's the dumbest and, thing you could say. Then what matters? That line, that line Everyday single-handedly ain't pushed been off the same show, <laughs> Hey man, hey man, since your boy, since your boy Joe Button left, man, it's gone downhill. Your man. boy Joe took the show with him, man. Like academics, academics has been a punching bag though for a long time, man. I, I, I'm surprised they let him hold the show without he lost, Button. He lost his Grammy, man. I mean, did he ever have it? He was finna catch that fade from the Migos. No. It ain't been the same since. <laughs> his Grammy. I'm talking about the dude that left. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So catch a fade from the Migos. You get beat up by a nigga wearing a blouse. You deserve that entire L. One hundred percent. Wait, who, who they did, did they beat up? No, when they was getting into it with uh with, with DJ Academics, Migos. You didn't see that at the uh, oh yeah the BT Awards. Yeah, something like that. Game like that, blouses. Yeah. But um, I'm like I'm like, how can you how can you fix your mouth to say you 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 you're providing social you're providing commentary on hip-hop and hip-hop culture and you can fix your mouth to say bars don't ma- matter in a battle. It's like, then why is exactly. anybody rapping? Right. I, why I not just have a conversation and just grab a mic and yell at somebody then? <laughs> right. Who is he catering to? What? But even they have to understand, like, that's a dumb thing to say. You could say bars don't matter in general. I disagree, but you would, you would be... You'd have an easier sell with me on that, saying bars don't matter in general, right? It's about the vibe, it's about the feeling, it's this and that. But in a battle, how do you even justify that? That's like saying that's like saying bullets and bombs don't exactly. matter in a war. That's what your ammunition is in a battle. Well, he now I think where he's trying to go with that is it's it's the meme game now. But as Drake quickly learned, I was going to say Drake. That. 
Drake quickly learned that that didn't work because he put out that little the little uh, joint with the um the invoice and it was funny where they sent the invoice the good music and then he had to find out about the story. Yeah. Yeah, but when 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 someone responds to that with bars, then your response should be bars. Exactly. You know, not a press conference, not a meme. Exactly. But but bars, man. This is rap, and it's like it's to me. It's just further evidence that this dude just does not. He he's not a true representative of the of the hip hop culture. No, in my I agree with you. You know, so um, you know, prop, props props to forty one year old Pusha T, man, for for taking it there. You know, I hope we see some more back and forth, but I kind of got to. The clock is ticking, man. And I still, I'm still holding out hope. Clock man, is ticking. We had to wait like a year from uh, 100 miles of running before we got no Vaseline. So maybe, maybe Drake is just taking his time. <laughs> yeah, Drake. No, nah, just kidding. I just came up in this boy. What? What I missed? All right and trapping the side. Him and this, him and this team of Ghostwriters got to get together and hey, figure it out. Hey, them boys is working overtime this week, Jack. <laughs> Nobody leaves the studio. Man, I've been telling people for years. Like, get to get to. You're gonna need more than ghostwriters, man. You're gonna need some private investigators. <laughs> right. Hey, no, there's a there's a rumor. I guess Push said that uh, Drake allegedly put out a hundred stacks for dirt on Push. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that's hilarious. He he got to do something. I know he want to do. His pride is hurting him. That's why. Bro. Dude, he's responding. He's responding like yeah, a politician, yeah. man. This is this yeah. is just whack, man. Come come with the pin game, exactly. man. Come with the pin game, like bars, man. That's what I want to exactly. hear, man. Rhymes, man. But um, another another question I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, um, I guess it could kind of go in a funny direction. So Jamil, you you got a son. I got a son. Chris, you got you got what? Oh, you don't now? stop giving me kids. <laughs> you, got, you got the two, right? You got the two. Okay. And Dave, you got three, right? Yeah. So how do you all balance being a parent with being a fan of hip-hop? On my way home from work. <laughs> That's what they <that's> <laughs> Listen to all that trash. Yeah. I, 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 um, yeah, man, I, 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 I try. My son, he's getting old enough to kind of get his own lane, so. I try not to step on him as far as that, and like, like I want him to learn to love music and learn like what he gonna like. So kind of him being at school, uh, heavily Caucasian school, he kind of got this thing with these YouTube rappers and that kind of that whole lane. So I mean, it is what it is. All I can do is when you say when you say YouTube rappers, what are you talking about? Like those. I, those white boys that do like the kid rap. Yeah, yo, not even that. Like some like like this kid, the, the Logan Paul, the the YouTuber, Jake or Logan Paul, one or the other, one some something Paul. Oh, oh, okay. But he, he got like these okay. little raps, and you know, I mean, they 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 popcorn raps. It's it's TV rap, and so he's a fan of that kind of stuff, man. And like as much as I hate it, I don't want to. I don't want to step on it. Yeah, I'm like all I could do, like I, I listen to, uh, like I can kind of put on some some of the some of the tamer rap for now. So like I kind of throw on some old Lupe for him and some other stuff to try and see what he vibing with. But it's I don't know, man. I I I tried forcing football on him and kind of pushed him away. So I try. I'm I'm not gonna do that with uh with hip hop, man. Yeah, yeah. I um right, I'm, I'm right. kind of the same, uh, Dave. It's it's. Well, my daughter, especially, she's you know, she's going into eighth grade, but she's been real Disney coming up. So she likes these you know, Disney actresses and pop stars and whatnot. And yeah. she she wants feel good stuff. She don't want nothing angry. So you know, I, I don't I don't knock out her lane. Now my son, my son is is ghetto and, and hood. Wonder where that came from. <laughs> so, you know, one time I caught my son in the bathroom saying Jack the Ripper. So <laughs> I love nice. <laughs> so, that's yeah, that's yes, dope. That's kind of dope, man. You no, know, he he he's well rounded, you know, and and that's one thing I grew up being. Like I'm not as well versed on hip hop as as some of the rest of you cats, but you know, I'm versed on kind of music. Hey man, you know about you know about I, I don't, you know, open up. You know, <laughs> 
first album that's that's all i own um <laughs> it's more than us it's more than likely us. yeah um first album was hot by the way um but I, you know i'm i'm, I'm well rounded my music and my, my son is kind of that way so he can he can listen to you know what I'm saying Maroon Five one day and, and the next day you know he listen to E Forty or or LL Cool J or Lupe Fiasco. That's cool. Give him a nod, his head and move his feet, man. That's that's mostly what he owns. So I can see he gonna be he gonna be like a, mm. a beat guy. You know what I'm so whatever whatever bump hard, he gonna be with that. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. What about I mean, you, my man? son is so so young right now that it's not really a big issue for me, but I can tell he likes music. Like, um, and I'm kind of like what Chris is doing. I, I just kind of expose him to what I like. So I don't I don't play nothing like crazy explicit around him, even though he's he's only one. I don't need none of that in his psyche, but I play like I bang instrumentals with him all the time, like at bath time. <laughs> We'll uh, mm. we'll be playing some instrumentals, some of which I got from you. Shout out again, um, and I think uh, you know what I'll share it with the podcast. So when we were talking about, no, I'm not. I'm not sharing that with the podcast, not specifically. But I have uh, <laughs> Puerto Rican brown man. I almost called me slipping. <laughs> now what what I have right, done right. though? What I have done with my son is I've taken. I've taken like some songs that I like and flipped them for him, and I've turned a couple of couple of songs into lullabies for him. So that's that's kind of the yeah, exposure that I've had for him. And and somebody else put me on. There's a um, there's like a series of kids songs where they'll take a, an actual artist music and they like change it up. So you take the melody. There are no lyrics to it. No, nah, it's not like, kids. Bob. It's not kids, Bob. Uh, I can't. Uh, it's called like Baby Something. I can't think of it. Rock, Rockabye Baby. That's the name of the series, and they'll take like a, like the best of Michael Jackson or the best of Eminem or something like that, and they it's it's very kid friendly. It's like xylophones almost. Oh wow! I, I heard about that. I heard about that, and I, I had no interest in it. <laughs> I mean, some of it, some of it is super wild. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't whack, but some of it actually actually works out for what I needed to do. Like me and him rock out to the. I mean, if you rock with it, if you rock with it, cool. You you rock with it. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, I I am familiar with it. I just the way it was described to me. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm, just give me the real stuff. <laughs> I give him you know? a little bit of all of that. I give him a little bit of all of that. But he's still so little right, right. now that you know it ain't it ain't a whole lot he can take in anyway like that. Right, so you're saying his yeah. his ear yeah. is still. But you know what, Jamil? One thing I yeah. found is that your kids for half the stuff you play for them, even at that age. Um, like even with my daughter, even though she she all Disney and everything, it's certain songs that have come on. Like my daughter, you know, spent the, the first four months of her life in the hospital, so I would go up there and I would go up to the crib back when we had MP3 players mm-hmm. and put the put the headphones up. To a little crib and and uh, NICU, mm-hmm. and it will be certain songs that will come on now. It's like, why that song sounds so familiar? Wow! Because I used to wow. play, you know, that's back when Kanye was Kanye, and you know, when Ti was crazy, so I would throw a little Ti on for it. So she'll hear like, you know, what I'm saying, ASAP or something like that, and then she's like, oh, why that sound familiar? So you know, your kids will remember. Some of the songs you actually play for them, even though you know their ears and trained for certain things, um, you know, and 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 still slowly move towards certain things. But still, like like me and Dave said earlier, you kind of let them carve out their own lane too. Right. But a lot of it, a lot of it is they feed off what you do. Like they see you, you know, cleaning up to stuff. Like that's because that's how my pops did. Yep. Like my pops used to listen to uh, uh, Steve Miller Band and the Eagles and a bunch of like you know. Non-black music, so like now I I could listen to that stuff and still rock with it. You know what I mean? Like I I I listen to kind of everything, but that's because of my pops. Mm -hmm. So like I try and do the same thing with my kids. Like yeah, I love hip hop, but it's more to it. I can't I can't just play that. Yeah, 
You love yeah, music. And, I, and that's where I am. I right. love music. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do with my son, man. He's he's definitely has my ear, man. I mean, he's he gets he loves Kendrick. He gets down on Feral Munch. You know, I think I think that's kind of above his his, his I might grade say right so. now, personally. <laughs> uh, you know, one time he got my iTunes, man. He got some of my iTunes when I, I was in another room. I, I come in the room, I hear Kanye West two words playing with most of freeway. He was just he was just dancing his heart out, man. And I was just like, I was like, man, I should put a stop to this, but so now, kid, you might learn something. But 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 I, I'm I'm totally with that, like like exposing them to other genres. Like I'm the same way. Like my mom grew up. I grew up. My mom was listening to Fleetwood yeah, Mac, yeah, The yeah. Beatles, The Stones, Led Zeppelin. So like I Steely Dan, you know, all of that. I I, I could still kind of get with. So and then my wife, she's in the she's in the old school jazz and rock too. So. You know, we we expose him to everything, and he does develop his favorites. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to be as hard on him with his musical choices as my parents yeah. were with me, because I got some stories, boy, about all the raids. Uh, I mean, like, dude, I had, dude, I had, I had just storehouses, like, like the Bible says, storehouses <laughs> of rap music, dude. It was like I, I, I had had so much rap music, I couldn't nah. even hide it anymore. So. They were always, you know, going in my room, clearing stuff out. You know, I didn't lost so many CDs and cassettes to them, man. And it was just, it was annoying, man, because all I would do was just go right, buy right, stuff right. again. Yo, hey, do you remember when your sister told um, told on you about your stash spot? Yeah, man. And, and the <laughs> CD, it's crazy, the CD that they popped in was... Uh... I wanted to say Red Man. Ooh. It might have been the Black Album, or uh-huh. it might have been Red Man, the album. <laughs> oh, man. So tell the story, uh- Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we was going to so, every day. I'm at the gig, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and make this quick. So, like, I had this little stash in my closet. Like, I was cleaning my closet one day, and, I like, the whole, like, panel, like, came down, and I found out it was, like, another, like, six feet in there, man. It's, like, six, eight feet. It was a nice little size thing. So what I decided to do, man, I moved my PlayStation in there. Like, we was going to throw a TV out, and I threw it up in there. So, like, I had me, like, this own little, like, nook in my room, man. And I would just sit in there and, like, watch TV, watch uh, Conan O'Brien, listen to music. That's what's up. It was was so set up, man. So, anyway, (laughs) my little hater sister, man, found out about it. And I can't remember what I did to her. But she ended up snitching on me when I wasn't there. So I come home. And I mean, they completely gutted my trash, man. They had all my boxes of CDs, <laughs> everything, man, on the table when I got home. And my father, like the, the one oh, CD that was in the thing, he started playing. He was like, "Is, it, is this what we listening to?" <laughs> and just went on this whole, uh, <laughs> he went on this whole spiel, man. And I mean, if 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 I was a cartoon character, man, like the steam would have been shooting out of my ears. I could have killed her for that, man. <laughs> That's I'll crazy, never forget man. that. So, so, so to the group, man, what was the worst, worst albums y'all's parents found on y'all, man? It wasn't surprising. It wasn't a particular album. Too, bro. That again. I said surprisingly, my mother, long, long as it, long as it was edited, she she let us listen to hip hop. She she was kind of down with it. We. didn't I never really had a problem with my mother taking my CD. That's what's up. Your hey, mom was mad cool, I was man. Just I remember say listening that. to Busta Rhymes with her, man. Like, she, she <laughs> was just too cool, too. <laughs> yeah, Jerome, your mom, your mom's is cool, man. To this day, man, I, I, I got, I got an enormous amount of love and respect for your mom. Yeah, man. Yeah, she, she really never took it. She like, man, long I don't got no curse on y'all can play all y'all want. He's like, all right, cool. I had to work up to yeah, that. I got to bounce, though, fellas. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We appreciate you. I had to work up to that point. I got one for y'all, man. My my brother had, had bought the single on cassette tape of Jay-Z and DMX, cash, <laughs> uh, Money Cash Hold. <laughs> and my, my dad... My dad found it and and played it oh. on the big stereo, and I was upstairs when he did it, and I, and I, I heard the beat come on, and I heard that DMX, oh. 
Oh. And then just started going in, and my dad was like, "Whose is this?" And I was like, "Uh, not mine." This <laughs> I listened to Tribe. That was not mine. And he took the tape. Out. He took the tape out, and he was like, "Money, cash, rolls. Two of these are the same." <laughs> uh, oh man, we who who we just lose? Jerome. Jerome. Oh, we lost Jerome. Mine was man. a single too. Um, well, I had to, I worked up to the thing with edited with my mom like over time because. Toward the, the end of me being home, a lot of music has started with started sampling. Yeah, even more so soul samples. So you know, moms was listening to it. She was kind of on board with it because my mom used to be a DJ, so she was on board with the mixing and the sampling. Oh, um, yeah. And then, but the one thing I was in high school, I never forget my senior year, and uh, this is when Crucial Conflict came out. I bought the the Hey single. <laughs> <laughs> showdown on the back. Oh, so, you know, I, I, <laughs> so I, I get home from school and hate a sibling, my older brother, doing doing so much dirt in his life, but he want to spot me up, and you know, it's like you know, mom, look what you look what you your son listening to, my mom. Yeah. So after after the song play, I had to. Five minutes answer the question. What's hey, Chris? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I'm not. Bar, Mama. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, you know I'm not answering this question. Legit. I'm dodging questions like LeBron James. So. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, bang bang. Shots fired. <laughs> preview shots, by the way. But um, that that was that was the one for me. And I was able to kind of convince my mom to get down with a little hip hop later on, so that was the one. Crucial boy, man. Yeah, my my parents found some doozies for me, man. Uh, Bone <laughs> and harmony, man. Now uh, we all know about Bone. Yeah, man. That would have been hard to uh, explain away. I couldn't, man. They they didn't even ask no questions. They just pitched into the box <laughs> of the henna, man. They, they wasn't even trying to figure it out. Um and ODB man, the first ODB oh, album returns oh, to the thirty six. No, dude, my father put on the first track. And he played the first track where he's singing about the girl uh-huh. who gave him gonorrhea, and he's like, he's like, man, why would you want to just listen to somebody curse at you? And I was like, Dad, he, he not cursing at me, you know, he cursing at. <laughs> he, he just cursing, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you gotta find some better hiding spots. And gang, man, dude. <laughs> Was they finding rapping me or something, bro? Hey, I was. You said what? I was actually. Pretty, what you say? I, I said you got pretty cool. Hide spots, bro. <laughs> you need possible hiding spots. They do, man. I, I ran out. I, I I had so much music, man. I couldn't even hide it. <laughs> I was actually straight because around the time where I was really like really heavy and and collecting my music, by that time I had left my mom's house and I was staying with my old man. And uh, anything went over there musically. I could do whatever I want, so that wasn't an issue. But it was uh, one time that I can remember. Like, she called me up with some stuff here and there, but it wasn't never really that bad until one day I had visited. And um, I left a CD in her stereo. I think I was, like, in the house, and she wasn't there. I was playing my music. And uh, it was a compilation joint that I had put together, so it wasn't an actual album. But the track that was left on was it was a diss track from Rascast to the game called "Hush Little Baby." Do you I remember, remember the that. intro to it with all the game vocals? <laughs> um, so basically, baby, man, basically, baby. how the track starts is it. Um, Whoever the producer was, like, chopped up a bunch of game vocals. And, you know, he, he, he flipped the words around, so it was basically making the game sound like he was putting himself out there to get get banged from behind or whatever. Just on some super explicit stuff. Oh, and I think she didn't realize what, like, she was looking for something or whatever, but she turned the stereo on, and I just heard that. I'm like, oh, snap. She probably she about cussed me out worse than any album I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, ain't, ain't oh, that a little man. bit hypocritical?" <laughs> so when I, I woke me. up, 
I mean, allegedly, <laughs> what what I'm told by my brother is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said right. You woke up, right? I, from what I'm told, I was punched in the face, but I don't really recall none of that. <laughs> That's a little baby. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we had all had and it had some doozies, man. I wish Ronnie was in on this one, man. I know he got a couple stories of what his. I remember one or two of those. Yeah. Like my, my <laughs> right. Duke did not play. <laughs> but uh, but man, I want I re- I really want to thank you guys for for uh for patching in on this uh. On this episode, man, it's I know everybody's busy, got different obligations. It's been a, it's been a while since we had the uh, all five of us, the original five, back on. You know the podcast episode. Uh, we experimented for a couple of episodes with some different lineups, and you know it, it was cool. It was cool, but I, I I do like the original team, man. It's it's it's, it's got a yes, good man. vibe to it. So we're gonna keep it going, man. But next podcast. Uh, uh, I definitely want to get to mid-year album reviews. We just gonna talk about Black Thought album right now. You got to... Hey, hey, hey! Don't say nothing, Jerome. I still, I still got to, I still got to download it tonight. Oh, man. bro, so you sleep? Sick, so, uh, bro. Which we, album we, is this? Black Thought, right? right? I have heard Kanye album though. I thought it was on Spotify. If I could. It's on. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. How? I tried to look for it on Spotify. I didn't see it. I didn't see it this morning either, but it's it's, it's on there now. I guess it dropped like in the afternoon. It dropped too, though, right? I heard two songs off of it, man. I got to say, I, I would like neither of those songs that were dropped are on the album, but I listened to it. I'm going to be honest with you. If you haven't heard the Kanye album yet, it's not like strictly a hip-hop album. Um, I can I can recommend a couple of tracks for like like hardcore hip hop heads that'll enjoy it, but it's it's more on some. Um, it kind of sounds like a Kid Cudi album to me. Like it, what this album sounds like to me from Kanye is what I assumed the Kanye and Kid Cudi album would sound like. To the point that I don't know why there is a Kanye and Kid Cudi album if his solo joint sounds like this. Rank it out of yeah, ten. I, I wasn't out of ten, bro. I actually enjoyed it, so I would give it like a seven. I mean, initial thoughts. Okay, now I'm I'm gonna listen. Initial thoughts, <laughs> but it's now, not. What's the name of this? What's the name of the Kanye album? Yay. Okay, now I heard there was another album. I'm not well, familiar with that one. I think it was like Love Everyone or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That one I haven't heard. I, I'll yeah, slap, but, but I ain't know nothing about that. You never know, man. He might be releasing different versions of the same album like he did. With yeah, the I remember he was doing that. But if you guys, for the next podcast, man, if you guys have five to ten releases that have dropped this year that you all feel are the best releases, go ahead, jot them down, list them so you can share on the next podcast. And, and while, while we're at it, we'll, we'll share some initial reactions to some of the latest albums that came out as well. Um <clears throat> On the, on the next podcast, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in. Um, you know, we'll I'll, I'll hit you guys up later in the week and, and kind of see what day works best for you guys. And, uh, and yeah, That's we'll just right. go from there. Right. But uh, with that, I, I bid y'all adieu. I, I, I got to get up early for this uh, for this regional convention uh, day two uh, tomorrow. So uh, y'all great. know what it is, and. Uh, you know, once again, man, thanks for, for patching in. Appreciated all the input. Uh, glad to have the team back together. And uh, we're going to get it in on the next right, one. Peace. All right, now. All right, for sure. With this school. Peace.